Hey, Serena, I got a question for you. What's up? Uh, what what Taylor Swift song have you been listening to lately? Okay. So, this past, like, few days, I've been really listening to Would've, Could've, Should've a lot. <sighs> and that song, I'm not gonna lie to you, I didn't like <gasps> Like, oh my it just didn't, like, hit me really You're good. Like ten seconds in with these controversial opinions here. I know. And I, I, I don't even know at what point... Actually, I do know at what point that I was like, oh my gosh, this is really good. Do you remember when that TikTok sound was going around where it's like without the music, it's just kind of like her voice of it? Yeah. I was like, oh wait, I need to give this a second. We need to go back and (laughs) re-listen to this because I do think I like the song. And it wasn't like, oh, I hate the song. I just like wasn't really finding myself listening to it Mm -hmm. kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And so now I just can't stop listening to it. <laughs> it's yeah, it's such a good one. Give me back my girlhood. It was ah, mine first. Like it just daggers. <laughs> no, it's so true. You know what? I I was kind of the same way. I feel like I don't there are a lot of songs where I don't truly appreciate them until other people point out how good they are. I feel that way about Dear Reader too. That's another Ooh. one that just at first I just didn't like what it didn't stick out to me that much at first, but now I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's why I love being such a big part of a fan base, too, because people are always pointing out, like, everything, and you're like, that's a great point. I'm going to fixate on that now. Correct. Yeah. And I also am going to kind of take back a little bit of what I said on the last episode of me not really liking (laughs) Hits Different, because that has also grown on me a lot in the past week. It's not that... I never didn't like it, and I still think I like... You're losing me. I don't know why I just blanked there. More, but it's yep. grown on me a little bit. Good. So if you were mad at me last week, get unmad. <laughs> get, stay unmad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what have you been listening to? Oh, gosh. So I think I can speak for a lot of people when I say that one of the greatest songs of all time is probably Cruel Summer. And it. I just can't stop listening to it. I love it so much. Now, when it came out, like, it has always just been a favorite of mine. It is just, it's about to be a single. Yeah. By the time you guys hear this, it will have been a single for a while. But I am so excited, and I am glad it's getting the appreciation <sighs> it deserved. I'm still, one of the worst things COVID did to us, I'm so sorry, my cat is hitting the microphone. <laughs> one of the worst things that COVID did to us was take away... Lover Fest and like the full Lover era <gasps> that we just didn't get. Lover deserved so much more than it got. It deserves so much more, and it's <sighs> really a shame. I th- I think people would appreciate it more if it got the full a full like, thing that it deserved. Live performance, and singles. I just like rest in peace to Lover Fest. Yeah, I didn't have tickets to Lover Fest. I did. I, I so I know. didn't buy tickets to Lover Fest. This is crazy. This is this is a good story. It's sign of the times because I when Loverfest tickets went on sale, I don't remember what I was doing, but I couldn't be on the computer getting them that day. So I bought them resale, one hundred level for two hundred and fifty dollars. Don't you hate that? What would I what the things that I would do to buy resale tickets to the show for two hundred and fifty dollars? Literally. That's, that's criminal uh, to think it, about. It feels really yeah. bad. I honestly, I probably would, if Loverfest would have ended up happening, I think I would have bought a resale ticket. Yeah. I just, like, when they went on sale, I was not, I travel a lot for concerts, and I do it a lot alone. Right. Like, 
And back in 2020, I was not there. Like, I don't think I would have traveled alone to go to something like that. And I wasn't, like... And that's another thing I was kind of hesitant about it being... Because we live on the East Coast, and we're not that far from Boston, but it's Mm -hmm. also not... Like, it's having to drive there, having to stay overnight, and then drive home the next day. So that was another reason why I didn't get them, like, when they went on sale, but then two of my other friends had had tickets and they were like well said to me and my other friend who I bought tickets with tickets with they're like well we'll just get a room and the four of us can split it and then we can all drive together so that made it sound more doable yeah once they said that to us so we literally bought tickets that night when they said something to us (laughs) and then it just imagine when things were that Uh, easy I know I miss those days it's yeah I just I'll never I'll never wrap my head around it I just hope that it one day goes back. To what? Like, to being, oh, the tickets not to being, being oh, a pain. S- you know, simple. who knows? I do think her last, next tour, if she tours again, will be less... If she tours again. Don't put that bad energy out. Sorry. When she tours again, <laughs> the next tour, I don't think will be as bad because it won't be as high of demand. You don't think so? I think... There will be people that went to the Eras tour that feel like they don't have to go to the next tour. Mm. The, yeah, this was like a, a Eras tour. So and it I was think a lot of her old music. A lot of her old music, and I think just been so long since she's toured. Yeah. So I think that's part of why it was so. Like yeah. I don't even know the words. I don't even can't that's even true. describe what and this she, is. <laughs> honestly, she's in the media. Like she's really at her peak. I think with the re-recordings and everything. By the next tour, hopefully they'll all be out, and there won't be. I don't want to say there won't be as much hype around Taylor Swift, but I feel like I feel like it'll go back to being more people that really love her. Like I feel like this tour, a lot of people that just enjoy her music mm-hmm. and aren't like diehard Swifties got tickets, which is fine. I don't care like yeah. i i just think like i don't know i just don't think it will be as i think it will be just as successful i think she'll sell out every show i just don't think there will be as much of a and hopefully america can figure out some laws about reselling tickets yeah by then we've got a couple of years to figure it out it's insane um, I, she has to do something like she ha- i'm really curious to see how she handles selling tickets for the next yeah, tour yeah she handled it so well with reputation it just doesn't make sense that. I don't even... I, my mom bought my reputation tickets, so I don't remember the process at all. Yeah. They were a gift, so I didn't... Like, honestly, I've been very lucky. I've seen Taylor seven times, mm. and three of those shows were Eratora shows, and she... They were the first... That was the first time I ever have bought myself Taylor Swift tickets. Same. My mom had bought mm-hmm. all my other shows, yeah. so... Yeah, but I mean, the last time I saw her before this was the Red Tour. So Mm -hmm. I was a child with no job. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, exactly. My my parents buying my tickets, but yeah, I think that's why I went so crazy on this tour too, and went to four shows. Right. Because I have adult money. Right. I can do whatever I want. (laughs) Exactly. That is so true. So this actually is a good segue to what we're talking to about today. Well, did you want to finish talking about Cruel Summer? Because we kind of got sidetracked. Oh no, I just love it, and I love. And do you, you know what I will say? Every time I listen to that song now, I like the little quirks that she does when she performs it. They're in my head. Like the way that she sings certain notes, like the, yeah. the background noises, the, the smoke machine that goes off when she says, it's cool. And then pew, pew, like, it's all in my head. And I just, I don't think I'll ever be the same. I feel that way about pretty much every song she sings on tour. Oh, of like, course. Like Last Great American Dynasty. 
the loudest woman this town has yes. ever seen. Yes. I will never yes. sing that the same again. Yeah. Like, it will always be haunted down on tour. I know. And I've seen, I've been feeling this way for, like, since I saw the first show. Mm. But, um, well, since my first show that I went to. And, um... Uh, I saw a TikTok on my For You page the other day of this girl talking about that. I was like, wow, I didn't think other people felt this way too. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yes. I don't know. This tu- I, I all say all the time, this tour has changed my brain. Yes. It is. Another, this is kind of same on topic. The transition from Lavender Haze to Antihero is like... I get chills thinking about it. It's underrated know. because everybody talks about the look what me, you made me do to which the Don't Blame Me, which is also iconic. iconic. But the the Lavender Haze to Antihero is also I like, stunning. I, I cry every time I think about it because it's like she's still singing like the last note of Lavender Haze and then the Antihero like beat comes in and I'm like, I, oh gosh. I anyway. love it. And I love <sighs> when I see TikToks of people that are like front row and like you can really hear her singing i mean obviously i know she sings into the microphone but like you can just like i don't know it's you can just hear it better yes. down there or something i don't know yes Ugh, i need international dates were announced today and i'm really trying to go to the last show in london and i've i'm not front row on the diamond i don't want to go <laughs> i don't want that is so really i cool. changed my mind I, don't... <laughs> I, international I mean, swifties are gonna hate us like you got your chance i'm but... sorry I get it. No, I'm right there with you. I mm-hmm. Don't be mad at me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I just need to see this show one more time. I don't, I don't know. I need to. Yeah. I need closure is what it is. <laughs> well, the song and the, <laughs> and just closure in general. <laughs> I, I don't know if we'll ever, if I'll ever feel closure. It's so true. <laughs> I think. She's going to be announcing her next tour and I'm like, but wait. But the Eras well, tour. what about the Eras tour? I was saying to my mom the other day, I feel like this tour is going to go down in history. It's going to be something that people talk about. Like they talked about like Woodstock or something. Like it's just like Mm -hmm. going to be something like we're going to get to tell our kids or future nieces or nephews or whatever, Mm -hmm. like kids years from now. Like, yeah, I went to the Eras tour. Yep. Like, Which is another reason why I'm justifying buying all the Eras merch that I am. So I can be like, look at this vintage Eras tour t-shirt. Amen. Uh, yeah, new merch just dropped today, mm. and we both spent an obscene amount of money. Yes. So I need to take Taylor Nation's notifications off because yeah. as soon as I just need to that, not know. I was like, oh, I'm spending over a hundred dollars right now. It's every time. I, I just can't. And I have so many Taylor Swift T-shirts. It's like, relax. I need another closet for my Taylor Swift merch. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I, I literally think I have, like, five crewnecks. Yeah. Or six, maybe. And, like, t-shirts is just can't even count them all. No. It's, <laughs> it's, and I have a lot of fan-made merch, too. Mm. It's just, Same. it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, I have no other. <laughs> this is truly our only personality trait, Taylor Swift. And I'm okay with it. You know what my best friend said to me the other day? She goes, I, you know, can't think of a time that I've gone into your car and anything other than Taylor Swift is playing since you've had a license. And I said, you're not wrong. That's so real. This has been, (laughs) that's, that's that's how it is. And her younger sister is, um, a Taylor Swift hater. (laughs) Not really a hater, but she just like, doesn't really like listen to her stuff. And she's like, I just feel like it's like too late to start. Like I Uh, haven't yet. So I'm (laughs) like, and then, but then a song will come on and she knows every word. I'm like, hmm. 
That's where she's like, this is all you listen to. How can I not know the words? I'm like, well, you still care enough to learn them. She's like, shut up. I'm like, I will never. So today we're going to go through our Taylor history Mm. from like beginning to where we are today. How many hours you got? (laughs) We got a lot. Um, And ironically, yesterday was 17 years since she debuted, Mm. which is crazy. I know. Yeah. And I was like, 17 years sounds so long. And I'm thinking back and like, well, I was a full 10 years old seven years ago. Yeah. 17 years ago. I'm like, I'm still 17 in my head. So Me- 17's not a real number. Correct. Like, that's crazy. Like, wow. when I think about, like, my little brother graduated high school last week. And I'm like, <laughs> next year is 10 years since I graduated high school. It's 10 Ew, for you this it's year, 10 right? 10 for me. Ah! It's, yeah, it's gross. It happens so fast. I can't even, I can't even talk about it. So anyway, um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. We can just go through by year. Okay. Instead of just go, you know. Perfect. Sounds good. Debut. Okay. Let's start there. Great. So I didn't discover Taylor Swift. My mom did. She, so, okay, let me back up. Back in the day in middle school, like 2005, 2006, I was a huge Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana mm, girly. Same. She was my number one. I was, like, same. so in deep with Miley that I did not care about anything. I never got into, like, the Jonas Brothers. Or, like, mm, I really... love the Jonas Brothers, too, though. Mm, okay. And just see, I never... Oh, I All never got into them. Because I was so consumed with Miley Cyrus. Like, it was bad. My obsession was disgusting. And... See, when you hear something funny about Miley Cyrus. Oh, and being obsessed with her. So, when I was... I had to have been in middle school. Me and my friend made a YouTube channel where we would make YouTube videos lip-syncing Miley Cyrus. Oh, my God. That's so funny. And we would, like, That's make so dances funny. up to them in the pool. Yeah. Like... <laughs> in the pool? In the pool. <laughs> water aerobics, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Literally, water aerobics, Miley Cyrus' so version. Funny. Like, I can't. Oh, my God. I used to also make, like, music videos. I can't remember if I would publish them. I did have a YouTube channel. Oh, mine were definitely published. Mm. They're probably still out there. You know, one of my biggest regrets in life, I did start the Emily show on YouTube when I was, like, 10. Oh. And I wish I would have kept up you with that. You should have kept up with it. Because I just remember, like, when the Hannah Montana 3D movie came out, I, like, had a whole episode about how I just went to see that. Oh, like, that's I had my so t-shirt cute. on. And I just, like, honestly, I don't even know where those videos are. And I just wish I could be a star I right know. now. <laughs> you could have gotten YouTube when, you it, when it was thriving. Literally, literally. Oh, gosh. So, anyway, I loved Miley. She was... Loved her. Um, and, she, you know, my mom loves country music, and I never... She always wanted me and my sister to be into country music. Right. She loves it, and, you know... And I was just never into it. I think I was just this, like, angsty little kid that was like, ugh, country music. <laughs> my mom likes it. I can't. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and so I was like that for a while, and then Taylor Swift debuted. Tim McGraw came out, and my mom was a fan of Tim McGraw. Like, mm-hmm. The man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the real man. Yeah, the actual Tim McGraw. And, you know, she liked the song and was kind of like, oh, you know, it's this new, like, cute little artist. Like, she's a young girl. Like, you right. guys She's not like that much older than you, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So she kind of, you know, um, introduced her, I guess, to my sister and I. And I would say I didn't, I was still very against country music, and I don't think I caught on to the Taylor Swift type until Teardrops on My Guitar. Same album. Right. But I think that song, I was like, Oh, I actually really like this one. Yeah, because yeah. it didn't feel like 
back roads and beer, you know? Yes, it was like, definitely. It was, it was like, like good country music. And I was like, okay, maybe I can like, maybe like this. Um, and that's kind of where I, I got hooked in. Yeah, so I actually, same, similar story. So, because uh, we were, I was 10 when she debuted. So yeah, I didn't, wasn't really like discovering my own music kind of thing. Like I was, uh-huh. it was based on like Disney Channel and like, what your parents listen to. So my, when my dad married my stepmom, she loved country music. So it made him start listening to country music. Before that, my dad literally listened to like heavy metal music. (laughs) So then he started listening to country. I was like, what is going on here? Like, that's such a drastic difference. I'm like, how did you make that jump? (laughs) But he would always listen to our local radio station and local country radio station. And that's when I heard her for the first time, Mm -hmm. like in the car with my dad and he, for Christmas, after the CD came out, got me her first album for Christmas. And I remember I used to put it in my DVD player in my room and listen to the CD in my DVD player. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the heck? That's so, um, so that's, like, my first, like, memories of her. I was, like, listening to her. My dad had a Jeep, and he would always, in the summer and stuff, take the roof off the Jeep and the doors and I just remember like blasting Taylor Swift like yeah. he Aww. just that was where it started was that and then they got me the Christmas the CD for Christmas that year that it so I guess the CD came out and like her first single dropped in June if I'm correct it was yeah. June 19th and then the album came out in September so it was like that Christmas October uh, was I that was October? Okay. Excuse me? <laughs> That's okay. Um, <laughs> what do yeah, I know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, the yeah. CD came out and then I got it for Christmas that year. And then in 2007, my dad took me and my stepmom to a George Strait concert in Hershey and she opened for Aww. him. And I didn't know that she was open. They like surprised me. Like I Aww. didn't know that she was opening for him kind of thing. And then... So that was the first time I ever saw her. That's so nice. Was it in 2007, that's... opening up for George Street <laughs> in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's <laughs> iconic. I I was kind of, yeah, similar, similar thing. So I, um, I was still in my, I wasn't fully, like, a huge Taylor Swift fan just yet, but a friend of mine had an extra ticket to a Rascal Flatts show, and Taylor Swift was opening, and she mm-hmm. was like, oh, well, you like, like Taylor, do, do you want to come? And my mom and my sister were already going because they both liked Rascal Flatts and mm. Taylor Swift. But they were, like, on the lawn. My friend had seats. And she right. invited me. Oh, that's so, so I got exciting. To I had a seat. I don't remember that show at all. All I remember is I think Taylor had started and we were running through the parking lot because we mm. were, like, late. Going to be late, yeah. But, yeah, that was, that was cool. Yeah. And then I remember when Fearless came out, my mom, like, took me to Target that day to get the CD because I was, like, <laughs> wouldn't shut up about it. And then Fearless, that whole album, I was, I don't know, probably 12 mm-hmm. when that came out. But on my 15th birthday, growing up, um, like, going, I grew up, went to church growing up, and my youth pastor's wife I was really close with, and she, like, learned to play 15 on the guitar <laughs> and sang it to me for my 15th birthday. <laughs> and I remember, like, <gasps> sobbing my eyes out, because, oh like, I loved God. her, Taylor, so much, and I thought it was so sweet that she had learned the song. Like, she didn't even listen to Taylor Swift like that. Like, it was just, like, so sweet. Um, So that's, like, my big fearless memories is, like, I remember going to get the CD with my mom, and I remember her doing that. I was not 15 when the song came out, but 
still. It was cute. Yeah, that is so cute. I think Fearless was the first time, I know we had talked about, or you had said earlier, um, you know, not really discovering your own music or, like, following, you know, that kind of thing. I think Fearless, the first time for me, was when I, like, fully understood the concept of, like, new album releases. Yes. Or, like, new music coming out. Agreed. Because I just remember hearing that Taylor Swift was putting out a new album and being like, oh, wait, that's kind of cool. And, like, just, like, finally understanding the concept of, like, Right. How music works. <laughs> exactly. And I don't, I wish I could remember, like, how I found out that she was releasing new music. Yeah. And I, I, I guess it had to be, like, the radio. Like, I don't understand, like, where else I wasn't on the internet. Or, like, geriatric. Like, <laughs> there's no social media. Right. There was so young. There wasn't. And even if there was social media, I was 12, I wouldn't have been allowed to have it. Yeah. So... I guess, or maybe my parents just found out. I don't know. I'm like, how did we find out music was coming out before Instagram and the internet? no idea. No idea. Like, how do they announce albums? Like, it had to have been the radio. I don't know. The newspaper. (laughs) The newspaper. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the only answer is the radio. Like, I don't don't know any other way. It was the radio. I heard it on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) It has to be, because... I don't know, but I do vividly remember going into Target and finding the Fearless CD, and I remember there being, like, you know our girl loves to have multiple options, mm-hmm. and I remember begging my mom to buy me both, and she's like, no, you need to pick one. Like, regular <laughs> no. or deluxe, you can't have both. Well, I think it was actually called Fearless Platinum. Platinum. Mm-hmm. So I picked that one, because it had something extra on it, I don't yeah, really remember. <laughs> and I remember sitting... I don't know if you did this, but I remember sitting on the floor and decoding those messages. Of course. Of course, yeah. That's how it all started. That's how our delusion started. Correct. Decoding those messages. And I just remember none of my friends, like, caring. And I'd be like, listen, this is so cool. It's like a puzzle. I love that kind of stuff. And everyone be like, just didn't care. And I'm like, okay. Look at us now. Look at us now. Everybody cares now. The people that, do you know how many girls used to make fun of me for liking Taylor Swift that went to the Eras tour? Rude. So rude. I used to literally, like, I think this started on the Fearless tour. I finally had, like, Facebook. It was my first social media. And I would post, like, 180 more days or, like, 79 more days. And people in school would be like, what are you counting down to? I'm like, oh, like, Taylor Swift. And then that's where I would get made fun of. Like, why was I post? I wasn't even posting context. Just Just 70 more days. (laughs) That's hilarious that there was no context. Did yeah. you go on the Fearless Tour? Yeah. I did not. Oh, no. Oh, so that sad. That is a show that I remember so, so vividly, which is wild because I have an awful memory and I can't remember anything. I also have an awful memory. So, literally, when I, I was telling Emily this, when I made this, like, I have a note on my phone because I have a horrible memory, Um, I had to, like, fact check with my mom about, like, oh. some of these things because yeah. I remembered, so I vividly remember going to the George Strait concert where she opened and I vividly remember going to Red so I thought I didn't go to Fearless or Speak Now but I was going through old Facebook posts and when I went to Red I was like so so the third time seeing her like was the best ever so I was like it's like what the heck third time like that should have been the second so I went I'm like mom did I go to the Speak Now tour and she was like yeah and I was like I did and she's like yeah I said oh I completely so forgot. I did that with the Miley Cyrus Bangers tour. I was like, I didn't go. And then I saw pictures. I was like, I went. Oh, I was there. <laughs> I did so, that. So I don't recall the Speak Now tour literally at all. Oh, I also remember that one. But apparently well. I was there. So good. Kudos to me. Why did you miss Fearless? I don't remember. I, I <laughs> There we go. The memory. It's just not. I don't remember. Hmm. I got. I, 
it must have been, like, a conflict for my mom of some sorts, because, like, yeah. if she, I would have been, like, 12 at that point, because I went to speak now, like, she dropped me and my sister off, which is crazy, because my sister's five years younger than me, so that means she dropped, I would have been, like, 14, 15, <laughs> so she dropped, like, me and my nine or ten-year-old <laughs> sister off to go by herself. I mean, she stayed in the parking lot, but, like, we went into the stadium by ourselves. Yeah. Honestly, she really had a lot of trust in the world I know, for, for that one, but, um... Yeah, because I, I would have been 12, so she would have had to take me, like, herself. So, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't go, but I'm going to have to ask her and be like, um, yeah, why me. did Where you do me you? that um, disservice? March whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever the day of the show was. Oh, you know what? It was, oh my gosh, it was March 17th, 2010. Okay, then I can tell you right now why I wasn't there, because that was my mom's wedding anniversary. Oh. Uh, so, she was probably like, yeah, I'm not uh, spending my wedding anniversary at Taylor Swift. <laughs> Sorry, sis. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I get it. No, that's funny. And I just thought it was so cool because it was 13 years exactly since I went to the Eras tour. Oh. On March 7th. No, sorry, it was March 18th. Well. Because it was a mistake. So, around the same time. Around the same time. Yeah. But I was like, oh my god, when I had figured that out, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing Taylor exactly 13 years later? That made me a little Tears. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, such a... What a time to be alive. That iconic... Back in the day when she, you know, I, I know she she plans a lot about, like, what her stage will look like, and mm-hmm. she's very, like, involved in that, but the castle that she projected for, like, Love Story on mm-hmm. the stage, that is burned in my mind forever, and that, like, red ball gown that she wore, I was, we were, like, I was probably in, like, the 200 section off to the, like, left side. I was looking at my pictures from the red tour. <laughs> I don't, I think I was the last row in the stadium. <laughs> yeah. <I love> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Because I knew the first time I was on the floor was for 1989, but <laughs> mm. I didn't realize I was that far for red. Oh, well. <laughs> Iconic. Oh. But yeah, I I was, yeah, we were right off to the, to the left or to the right. The was Fearless at Wells Fargo? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what a time. Yeah, it was great. Wow. So that, that whole Fearless era was like, I loved that album. Oh, I was so into that album. I was actually obsessed with it. Like, I don't think... Kind of like, you know, not much has changed. I just Mm -hmm. vividly remember not listening to literally anything else. And I... I My sister and my cousin are both five years younger than me. Like, they're a couple weeks apart. So they were... Like, and I'm the oldest by... Like, they're the next in line in the family. So I'm the oldest by five years Mm -hmm. for everyone. Like, all siblings, cousins, everything. And so they, my, they were both obsessed with the two because I was so obsessed with it. And my cousin really, like, to this day, like, every time she, like, a Taylor Swift song comes on or something, she's always, like, texting me. Like, she just, she's like, I just can't think of anything else. It's cute. Um, And Fearless, I think, definitely reminds me a lot of them because we would listen to that together all the time. It's just crazy. I love that. It was such a... We were at a good age for that album, too. Yeah. Like, I, but we turned 15 a couple years later, like right. you were saying. It was just, like, such a good, like, growing up album. Right, because we're pretty... We're not too far off in age from her. She's, like, five-ish years older than us. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes a lot of her music, like, is kind of a little bit... A few years behind her. You know what I mean? Like, she's yeah. not quite writing in... Well, she's probably... She's writing in real time, but we're not really seeing it. Releasing until, Right, like, in real time. So I feel like releasing... release-wise, it lines up with our lives really well. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like um, Red is such a high school-y album. (laughs) And I, we were in high school. Well, I was, that dropped in 
2012. So, yeah, I would, would have been a sophomore in high school. Yeah. So, it was, like, perfect timing. Like, Red reminds me of, like, my high school relationship so much. Like, uh-huh. when I listen to Red, that's all <laughs> I can think about. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? I but I just... And that's, like, the... Red is, like, the first tour I really remember going to. Like, I remember... So, my mom, again, dropped me and my sister off. And I remember she gave us both $50 to, like, get things. And the red blanket was 100 Oh, my God. Which is sick and twisted. Or maybe it was 75 or something. I just know I didn't have enough. And I convinced my sister. I'm like, we can share it. Oh, my God. I'm like, let's just get the blanket and we can share it. And it'll be fine. Like, we can share it. And we got, we got it. I have a picture of me holding it up when I got home. Like, so proud of myself. We did not share that blanket. That blanket was mine. Of course not. But do you want to hear the worst thing that's ever happened to me? <laughs> when we moved. Oh, no. Out of my childhood home. Uh-huh. It got put in the wrong box and it got donated. <gasps> no. Oh, a very lucky Swifty bought that for, like, 12 bucks. <laughs> I was traumatized. I literally called our local Goodwill and was like, we had a box, like, something in a box that got accidentally donated, like, and I was like, I need it back. Like, I was freaking out, and the guy was like, unfortunately, like, a lot of donations get sent to our, like, they get sent to, like, a warehouse or something, and then redistributed to other stores, so it was, like, not, because I didn't realize it, like, right away. Like, it was, like, a few days later after, like, moving and getting unpacked and everything, Mm-hmm. Well, that's karma for taking your sister's money <laughs> to get so you the blanket. <laughs> so true. That is so, devastating. Yeah, I'm going to think about that for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm still sick about it. Oh, gosh. Wow. <sighs> we totally skipped over Speak Now. Did we, did we? You went right from Fearless to Red. No, I'm, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Back to Speak Now. Back to Speak Now. It's okay. You need to get that, uh, you needed to trauma dump for a yeah. second, and I understand. That's I'm totally... so sorry. <laughs> Anyway, speak now. Went to the tour. Don't remember it. <laughs> Not even a little. Didn't even know I was, was there. Still, I was going to say, you're still traumatized from Red, but that was after. But so it was after, so I know I wasn't traumatized. Wow. I just remember when that album came out, I didn't like it as much as Fearless. And I wonder if maybe that's why I don't really like Speak Now now. Because right. I just didn't like it back in the day. Yeah, I don't remember really what... One of my most vivid memories of Speak Now is I remember my sister absolutely loving the song speak now and me being like this is the stupidest song no same i didn't i did not like the song speak now and i was like i don't understand why this is the title track like i just don't yeah like like the song there were other songs on speak now i loved but not that i just that song even to this day i'm like "Eh." yeah i think now i'm like oh this is cute i remember how much my sister loved this because she was lit again at that time when that came out i would have been 12 or 14 no 12 mm. so she would have been eight so yeah. she like i don't know she loved it so i remember her loving it and i remember when i finally got my license like listening to that in the car we listen to speak now in the car a lot when i got my license which is weird <laughs> because many years later yeah. but i don't know she just i guess before red came out that's what we would listen to mm. and um well not even true because i got my license after reds i don't know but I remember listening to that in the car a lot with her and her loving that song. And me being like, mm, I want to skip yeah. this one. Yeah. Yeah, it just never, it was never something I liked. I did like the song Long Live, though. I do remember really, really liking I that. like Long Live. I like Enchanted. I always liked Last Kiss. Mm. Yeah, that was my favorite for a while, too. Um, But, yeah, the, that's, it's not my favorite. 
And I, I think people are going to be upset with us for that. Yeah. Um, it's I'm ex- my least favorite. <laughs> Period. Period. There it is. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say it's my least favorite, but it's definitely low on the list for me. Um, yeah. And I think even, too, at that time, like... I, I was following the Fearless Tour very closely. I loved watching when she uploaded vlogs, and I was, like, mm. very much a fan, but I think I, I was still so stuck on Miley Cyrus, even at this point right. in my life, that I was, like, that was my only, like, true obsession. Mm. And with Taylor, it was, like, oh, she put out a new album. Oh, okay, I don't really like it. Right. I'm not, like, gonna obs- obsess over it for a while. I do remember, though, like, I feel like that's... Speak Now is when she started to kind of get some criticism, and stuff because I remember like people talking about Dear John and being like, I can't uh, believe she like name dropped and like <laughs> wrote a song about him. Like, and now it's like so iconic that she did that. I know. But, yeah. And but I remember that being kind of like a point of like I do. That's when I feel like I start to remember people being like, Oh, you like Taylor Swift kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. I think. But I I'm excited for her version of Speak Now. I will listen to it. I'm excited to hear. A, the vault tracks but by the time this comes out the album will be out so i, I, know. I hope we like it i know and hopefully we'll be like a little bit more caught up in posting in real time by the time yeah. that happens but um yeah, yeah it's the speak yeah. now tour it will forever be so iconic to me i loved that so me my friends and i went with two other friends and we loved the song long live so mm-hmm. we made this poster and I cut it out of, like, poster board, and we made it shaped like a castle, and then I put, like, in the the peak of the castle, whatever you call it, the tower, mm-hmm. one of the castle towers, we cut a hole out, and then I printed a picture of Taylor, like, from the Love Story music mm-hmm. video, and it just, like, looked like the castle, and then we put, bring on all the pretenders on it, which is, cute. like, cute, but also, like, what, why that lyric? And then we dressed like her, like, we wore dresses and Ugh. curled our hair, wow. which was, like, the first time I, like, quote-unquote dressed up for a Taylor Swift yeah. concert. Like, that was, like, we're going all out. Um, and that was so much fun. But then we weren't able to bring the sign in because we were on the floor, mm. and they didn't let us They don't let you bring... Which, I, th- at some point, that must have changed and then went back to being a thing, because I oh. remember being on the floor for 1989, and I remember this guy had a literal gorgeous painting of her mm. and had it with him. Mm. That's weird. I don't know if it was, like, the size of it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I glad just... they didn't let us bring it in, though. That was big. We would... Like, what was I'm also the just... point of that sign? It's not like we were trying to get her attention. We were just, like... We truly right. made it, like, just Just to fun. make it, yeah. right? Because I'm sure you weren't aware of, like, me and greeting no. times at that Actually, point. Actually, I do... So I, I used to be really into vlogging. And so when Oof. I was younger, I would vlog all the concerts I went to. Mm-hmm. And I did vlog the Speak Now tour. And there, at one point, I had this one friend who, like, she's so outgoing and bold and will just say anything to anybody. Mm. And I have a video of her going up to security being like, how do we get into the tea party? <laughs> like, how do we meet Taylor? And he's I'm like, dead. I don't know. I don't know, and you don't. <laughs> yeah. You're actually yeah. on the list of people we're not letting in. <laughs> exactly. So we knew about it. I don't think we, like, knew to dress up right crazy like knew it. knew what the i i really wonder if she will ever do that again i don't think so i don't either no she's way too big i don't either but i always my i remember my mom always being like i so respect how she does meet and greets i remember my mom mm-hmm. being like i think it's so cool that she doesn't sell meet and greets mm-hmm. that it's like it's just it, yeah it's just if you get picked you get picked kind of thing exactly and i also respect that because so could you imagine cool. how much that would cost oh, and i and I would pay it. You would pay it. I we would, would all pay it. I know. And it's that's the problem disgusting. why she can't do it yeah. is because too many people would pay it. Exactly. Yeah. 
And I not to bring him up because this is a little controversial, but Maddie Healy once said, "If you're gonna have a meet and greet, if you're gonna charge for a meet and greet, you should go ahead and charge, but like take the money out of your fans' hand when you do it. Like mm. that'll put it into perspective how you for you like how disgusting it is. Yeah, to, like and because like at the end of the day, they are just a person. Like paying to meet a human being is kind of a like weird. it's a little weird. It doesn't matter how much you idolize I, them. Or yeah, them. I don't. If I was a celebrity, I don't, I don't think I would feel comfortable Mm-mm. paying, mm. making people pay to meet me. Yeah. And I feel like it makes it more special when you, if you do get the chance to meet her because you didn't pay for it. Yeah. You just like, yeah. got there. But yeah, I don't think she'll be doing concert meet and greets anymore. I don't think she'll do secret sessions. I don't think she'll do. I think she'll do secret sessions again. I really don't. I do. Uh, I, I think just... she loves it so much. And, like, hearing people talk about their secret sessions and how much she's, like, thriving at them, I, I do see them But I think she back. also recognizes how toxic it is for people who True. have gone and then, like, people just will do anything and they'll post whatever they have to post to, like, get the attention of Taylor Nation, of Taylor herself. I think she recognizes how... Like, it can get too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I I, I hope she starts doing them again. Just because I... I need to go. <laughs> oh, I would love to, I would love to go, but I also think now especially being so deep in the fan base, I think I've made a lot of online friends and I genuinely I think if some of my online friends met her or got to go and I didn't, like I would be so happy for them, but, but that's a level sick. of jealousy that I just like sick. cannot and I would get mean. I think I would just like I don't know. Yeah, it would be I, really I would need hard. To touch grass, like, like desperately, <laughs> literally touch grass. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree. I would need to like breathe in fresh air and like go to therapy a couple. Like, and that's that's not good. Like that is that's sick. it's unhealthy. No, it's not healthy at all. And I think I yeah. I, so I don't know. Yeah, Taylor, if you're listening, you should invite us so that we don't so cry ourselves we... to sleep next time they happen and we're not invited. <laughs> oh man! Please, oh, gosh, Crazy. I can't even like. It's also crazy because what other artists in the world would even, like, consider doing something something like that? Mm-mm. None of them. No. She's, I don't care what anyone says, she's the greatest artist of our generation. She is, but I also, mm, I don't even really want to say it. You have to say I, it now. Okay, I, I feel like, yes, I, tr- I do believe in my heart that Taylor Swift is a great person and that she loves her fans and loves meeting her fans and loves doing this stuff, but I also I know where this is going. It's so manipulative, and the brand of Taylor Swift is so, like, my friends are, or my fans are my friends, that kind of mm-hmm. thing, and we truly believe it. Like, mm-hmm. we're actually delusional. We're, we're like, actually... she loves us and she wants to meet all of us, and that is just part of the, like... It's part of the, like... <sighs> I don't know the word. Yeah. I want to say consumerism, but it's not quite that. It's the brand. It's like, it's all, it's how her whole brand is like, it's you and me. That's my Mm -hmm. whole world. And it's like, we are her whole world. But in reality, like, I'm sure she cares about us. Of course she cares about her fans, but she also is like a actual human being. Yeah. And I think I have a hard time with people that like forget that sometimes. Like, and people are like, she owes us that. I'm like, she doesn't owe you anything. And I think... Like, you're, I think what you're saying is that kind of, like, people coming to her house and stuff is what gives people that mentality mm-hmm. of, like, I am actually her friend. Yeah. But, like, you don't actually know her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it can get so difficult to just be twisted up in that yeah. mentality and, and really think that you, you know, I post about Taylor Swift 24-7. I deserve to meet her. No, you don't. Right. And you just. Yeah. And she's never going to be able to meet everyone. 
Like, that's just never not possible. No. Like, I, and I don't think, you know, back when she started this doing, she, I don't think she ever expected to be at the size and the fame that she was at or ever expect this to go anywhere. Like, I think me thinking about this, I'm like, if I were an artist, yeah, I would love to do this. But I also know that I would never be at a level. Right. You know, you know and, I, and logistically, about the future. logistically, it has to be a nightmare. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, I was the guy, I watched a YouTube video of a guy that went to a secret session, and he was saying how, like, when they get to the, in the, like, on the buses to, like, go to her house, the bus, like, drives around for, like, 20 minutes, so people can't, like, in circles, so they can't remember which way it went, to, like, go back, could you imagine? Music. <laughs> it's like a kidnapping. Yeah. But honestly, though, that doesn't feel necessary to me because it's like if you want to find out where she lives you can find out it's I mean, all over don't the internet do that. that's disgusting but like and don't go to her house it's no, yeah. it's gross don't. but it is all over the internet where her addresses yeah. are not a secret unfortunately yeah. they should be but they're not yeah um yeah it's well, crazy speaking of peak obsession i think i was at my peak taylor swift obsession when red came out same yeah and red i will to this day say is my like my favorite album. Like, I don't, it's Same. not my favorite, but it's, like, top three. Like, yeah. I just, it's extremely nostalgic for me. Yes. I feel like it is, I was at the age, I was, like, 14 when Red came out. So, or, no, 16. I was 16 when Red came out. So, I was mm-hmm. at the point of, like, truly, like, I remember yes. the day it came out. I remember downloading the music onto my phone, because mm-hmm. I had an iPhone at that point. Like, I yeah. vividly remember Red. I remember... Why, like, at this point, had an Instagram, followed her on Instagram. I just really, I feel like it's the first era that I, like, really, really yes. remember. Yes. No, I'm right there with you. I, so Red came out in October. I had turned 17 the month before, so I just got my driver's license. Amazing. And I drove to Target after school, oh. and I bought it. And so I remember exciting. that day at school, I wore red flats, and I had on my skinny jeans, of course, and then I wore... I had a Speak Now Deluxe shirt, and it was red, so mm. I wore that, and then I wore a red blazer a- over top Iconic! <laughs> and then you I wore a blazer like, to the Eras tour. What a, oh my god, what a full circle moment. What a full yeah, circle. So yeah, that was so, I was so proud of that outfit. I, like, put a picture on Instagram. Ugh. Um, I was so excited. I even took, because I had an iPhone, throughout mm-hmm. the day I took photos of everything I saw that was red. Amazing. And I made a little collage. I'll have to show you my collage on, on Instagram. I remember... I cut my hair short. Amazing. Like her. I remember, like, being very inspired by her clothing during the Red Era. Oh, my God, yes. And, like, the striped shirts and everything and, like, the high-waisted shorts. Oh, she was a fashion icon. I bought my first pair of high-waisted shorts because of that woman. (laughs) Thank you. You, Sis, you changed my life. Literally, And I remember just vividly feeling like, like, this woman is an icon. And she's like, I feel like Red affected pop culture so much. It did. And I remember, like, buying Red lipstick. And, like, like I said, I literally cut my hair short. <laughs> like, I just, like, remember being so influenced by her at that time. Yes. Like, And just loving Red. And just being in that age of, like, that Red was writing about. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, young, high school-ish vibe. And so I just good. remember wanting to turn 22 
so yeah, bad. And at the time, we're like, that's so far away. Like, I know. So and old. I was, like, plotting in my head, like, <laughs> I can't wait to sing this when I turn 22. Like, yeah. just crazy. And then it becomes, like, one of the biggest songs of all time. I It's crazy. I just, and, like, all too well, just it has does something always for been me. A favorite of mine. It is and my I favorite hate song. To be one of those people that's like, no. I was always. A- it was always my favorite. Yeah. It was my favorite song on the album. It is my favorite song she's ever written. I remember like multiple times crying to that song. Yeah. I just felt like that was the first time I remember, and I remember saying this to people like, I feel like she knows how to put a feeling into words better than anyone else. And I've said that before. I, I might have even said that last on the first episode. <laughs> I just that song just I connected with it so much and just was like she is describing exactly how yes. it feels to yeah have your heart ripped out of your chest <laughs> i've never had my heart ripped out of my chest so i feel great but i well, love the song <laughs> that's no, what boyfriends so are rough out here <laughs> i um yeah i i loved the imagery of the um dancing in the kitchen and the refrigerator <sighs> light i think that lyric i was like wait that's so it's fun. so and i remember thinking like she's so smart yeah. Like, like, that, like, yeah, she belongs that, in my AP English class with me. Like, yeah, I just yeah. remember thinking, like, she's so smart. It's true. Red was, like, the first time I really, I think, appreciated the lyricism. And for, when I was a senior in high school, we had to write this paper that we had to, like, analyze a song, a poem, and a book. And I did all too, and I, and it had to all be a theme. So my theme was love. And I did all too well. <laughs> and Pride and Prejudice and some poem, I forget what it was. But... Um, and I remember my teacher being like, I have never seen someone talk about an artist, like, so highly, like, <laughs> you must really love her. I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. She is the love of my yes. life. Yes. Um, yes, but yeah, I remember analyzing all too well for, um, my AP English final oh, paper. So good. I, I loved that song. And you know what? My sister hated that song. Well, I, I don't want to say she hated it. I think she thought it was boring. And I remember specifically... During the Red Tour, we had went together, and then, like, we both bought a, brought a friend. Mm. And during All Too Well, she looks at me, she's like, we're just gonna go to the bathroom. And I'm sitting there record. I have, like, a recording of Abby telling me that she's going to the bathroom during All Too Well. Abby's canceled? Like, yeah. Canceler. <laughs> Sorry, Abby, who's not listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, my gosh. I just, that I is that was so funny. So her first time crime. doing All Too Well was at the Eras Tour on opening night, and it was the 10-minute version. That is crazy. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a time. What a time, truly. Ugh. Red. I just... I love it. I will, oh, it'll always have such a special place in my heart. Even though All Too Well was my favorite song for, like, ever, I Treacherous is now my new favorite Taylor mm-hmm. Swift song. It's still from the same album, so it's, it's still same, acceptable. Exactly. And I, like, Taylor's version of Red, the vault tracks are literally insane. <laughs> I love... Almost every single one. Okay, good. The fact that I Bet You Think About Me was oh. not on the original album is the biggest disservice that we've ever had. That yeah. song, I don't, it just, it does something to me. Mm-hmm. It just like, it, almost the same thing as like Cruel Summer, like the serotonin I feel from that song. Yes. It just. <sighs> yeah. I, it hits now. I wonder if it would have hit though back in the day because I feel like, I mean, you were saying during Speak Now she had a lot of criticism, but I still feel like. 
Taylor Swift was still a very touchy subject, and if she would have released a song like I Bet You Think About Me, I think she wasn't in her insane era yet. Like, True. Like, she entered for People probably would have been like, who does she think she is? Yeah, exactly. Because she was still, like, a very, like, innocent young woman in the music industry. True. Like, who, so I just wonder. Obviously, it's such a good song now, and I wish it yeah. was on Red. And I often think about, like, actually, I'm glad, because they would have made her take the cursing out of it. And, like, it wouldn't True. have been... Because if you notice, like, a lot of her vault tracks have cursing in them. <laughs> yeah, she's like, look at me now. And they, they, would, they wouldn't let her put it out. Yeah. And now she's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And I love that for her. As she should. And I'm glad. Actually, it's Elevates better. The... When the first time I heard that woman say the F word, I just... <sighs> hearing it in person, me. champagne problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she gives you that look like she knows what she's doing. Oh, I love her. Yeah. She does know what she's doing. <laughs> so funny. Oh, gosh. So funny. All right. Are we, we're on to 1989, right? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Ugh, wow. so. This was a tough, tough era for me. Ugh, 1989. So I was a freshman in college when 1989 came out. It was a hard time in my life. My um, grandmother was dying of cancer mm. like not to put a damper on the <laughs> the mood but yeah. I had literally come home I was away at college and my mom called me and was like you gotta come home mm. it, it's like time to come home and the album had come out that Friday and I was like oh, driving no. home from school and I came home and my mom had went out and got it for me oh. I don't want to cry <laughs> but I came home and it was just like a really rough like I knew why I was coming home I was coming home because it was yeah. It was time. And I just walk in the door and my mom's like, there's something for you on the table. And it was like 1989. That's an awful memory to attach to it. I know. Ugh. and But it also honestly helped a lot because it is a pretty upbeat album. And yeah. like, it, I just like, I wonder if like now it's kind of why I like 1989. I think it has good songs, but it's never been like a f- mm. favorite. I love this so much. But you know what? 1989 tour was one of my favorite tours. Mm. But anyway, I remember listening to 1989, and none of my college friends liked Taylor at all. They were all like, she's annoying, she's never played, like, don't like her. And I remember being like, I don't care, because I was one of the only people that had a car on campus. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't care if you guys don't like her. When you're in this car, this is what you're listening to. And now I feel like they all have a slight appreciation for 1989. It's probably up though. It's... All because of you. Yeah. Good job. You're welcome. I did my um, services. the secret sessions. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally going to be the running joke. (laughs) We do anything, invite us to the secret session. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh. So, yeah. Not to bring everybody's mood down, but... Yeah. No, that's tough. I think... Yeah, and that just goes back to the whole, like, we grew up with her and how all these, like, nostalgic memories attached to each of them. Mm -hmm. And that really factors into, like rankings of the albums or like how much we like it now correct like having these bad memories attached to it that's... right but i remember like wildest dreams like to this day is like one of my favorite taylor yeah. songs of all time yeah. i just there's something about that song i love i don't know what it is but yeah I love it. it's a good one they're all good I... yeah and it's like 1989 always ranks pretty low for me but I like all the songs. Like, there's nothing about it. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Like, yeah. I like all the songs. And like I said, the 1989 tour is one of the ones that's, like, burned into my head. Like, mm-hmm. I just remember... It was the first concert I'd ever been on the floor for, ever in my life. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, like... I can see... Well, not see, because I can't see anything in my head. <laughs> but I just remember, like, the one... I forget what song it was, but they had, like, umbrellas, and they were dancing. It just remember... Oh. It was, like, her first tour. Yeah. That was, like, very high production and, like, like a full-on show. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
so many dancers, so much like to it. So I just vividly uh, remember my teenage yeah, tour. I didn't go. I was like I said, this was such a a rough era for me, and I I was I was a sophomore in college, and for some reason this is like to- a whole different thing. But when I was in college, like those four years, I truly felt like I was in a bubble like, away from society, away from pop mm. culture. I didn't know what was going on in the world. I don't know why. I was just so, mm. I was so involved in, like, every club I could possibly be in. I had, like, three different jobs. I was taking the maximum amount of credit classes. Like, I was so... See, I hated college, so I <laughs> escaped into pop culture. I was so nervous because it was, like, you, you know, oh. when, when you're in high school and you're looking at colleges, they're always telling you, like, get it as involved as you can. You have to do it like while you're here. Right. And so I took that so seriously, and I was yeah. like, I am going to be the leader of my Christian fellowship. I'm going to work at the newspaper. I am going to take pictures. And it was just, oh my gosh, it was so much. And so I truly just, it wasn't Taylor's fault. It was like nothing. Your life just wasn't lined up with. My life was just, yeah, it wasn't. I even like fell away from One Direction that I was a big fan of back in high school. Like it was just, it was so bad. I mean, when the album came out in October, my my roommate had a car on campus and she was the only person I knew that had a car because we couldn't really have cars. I don't know. It was complicated. But I begged her to drive me to Target. I was like, we're making a trip out of it. We're going to Target. We like, you know, got some groceries, whatever. And I did buy the album and I put it in my car. But also at the time, I don't know if you remember, like, I think um, Spotify was just becoming like kind of a popular thing mm. and Taylor didn't have her music on, on Spotify. There. Yeah. So the only music I listened to was on Spotify. Right. I, I would listen to 1989 in my car. But, again, I didn't have a car in school. Right, so so you just weren't listening to it, like, as much. Yeah. I do remember, though, on 1989, I loved that she put those, like, little bonuses at the end that, like, kind of, she started, like, talking about her songwriting process. I remember just, like, I could, I don't know if I could do it now, but back then, I could, like, recite that whole thing (laughs) word for word. over the years. Yes! So over the years. Oh, that's what we're calling this episode. So over the years. (gasps) Oh my yes. god! Yes, way to go, I'm Emily. Chills. Amazing. It's oh, insane. <laughs> no, literally, I think at one point I did memorize it a couple years ago because I wanted to make like a TikTok about it or something. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do it now, but yeah, no, it's so true. It was like after New Romantics, it would end and it'd be like so, so over, over the years. years. <laughs> yes, and I also there's one. Um, oh, never mind. This is actually on reputation. We'll talk about it then. But um, I like. The, I remember thinking that was the coolest thing and I remember being like mom you have to listen to this like this is so cool like she talks about how she writes music like it's amazing and my mom being like okay like <laughs> you're crazy like, okay. my mom's always like enjoyed her but she's never really quite gotten like the obsession but mm-hmm. I rem- I always remember after every single time my mom would be driving me and my sister to a show she would be like oh, I wish I would have got myself a ticket yeah. and she's still never seen her I need to oh. I need to make that happen yeah yeah, wow. And, I, you know, when, when the 1989 tour happened, I don't think I knew it was happening. I think I, like, was yeah. so far removed from, from the world yeah. that I just didn't go, and I was, like, okay with it. But I also, like, looking back, I keep track of all the concerts I've been to because I've been to, like, over 100, and so I just like to look I back. I wish on, I like, did that. I can't, there's no way I'd be able to remember. I've been to yeah. so many, too. Not quite that many. But I wish I would have kept track of them. It's so nice to look back. But when I look back and I look at the years I was in college, it's like a couple a year. Right. I'm like, what was I doing? Colleging. Hard. Clearly, I'm not even using my degree or any of the (laughs) things that I did in college. What was the point? I don't Uh, know. It was such a weird time for me. So I I will always regret that. Like, at least not. 
And I think I was mad at Taylor, too, for not putting her music on Spotify. Because I was like, Spotify's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's all my stuff in one spot. Right. I can listen to whatever I want. I know. I never, I've never really been a Spotify girl. Mm. Like I'm an Apple Music girly. Oh, no. I am an Apple Music girl. And I just, I just like, I don't know. I'm a Apple stan. I love <laughs> everything about it. I love how everything works together. So I just have always been an Apple Music person. Like, I don't know. I just always have. And before that, I would, uh, well, not Taylor's music. I always bought her music, but. Um, oh, I would rip music off all the time. A lot of LimeWire. LimeWire. <laughs> total, total, like, Into iTunes. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But, so that's how I listened to music until Apple Music came out. So I mm-hmm. very, I remember using Pandora, but I was mm-hmm. never really like a Spotify girl. Interesting. Yeah. I, I just, also, and I also felt like. By the time Spotify came out, I had already had everything I wanted on my iTunes, so I didn't want to start over. Yeah. Kind of deal. Oh, that makes sense. So, I didn't. Yeah. Perhaps. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) Yeah. I know. It's a shame, though. I really feel like I would have liked the the era. Like, the aesthetics of the era. The aesthetics were... That would have been. And I I regret, because at the time, I was so big on Tumblr. But I uh, wasn't in the Swifty Tumblr part mm. of it, where Taylor was, like, You could have so been active. to a secret session. Oh, don't even remind me. Yeah, I was so... I loved Tumblr. But I, was, I loved Tumblr, too. I was more of, like, a 1975 Tumblr mm. girly. Like, I loved, like, that stuff. I, like... Right. I was a concert photographer at the time, and I, like, photographed the 1975. And That's I was, like, awesome. into, like, the grungy, yeah. like, you know, I was That so was your aesthetic at the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead. But, but. I, um... So I was obsessed with Tumblr, and I remember after the 1989 tour, like, writing this whole long thing oh my to God. her, like, you changed my life, like, <laughs> like this whole long thing. I wish I could find it. So um, funny. if I could find it, I will, in fact, read it on here. Um, yes. because it was hysterical, but I was never, like, in, like, I liked Tumblr, but I was never, like, obsessed with it, but I remember, like, always reading her stuff on there. And I should have posted more because maybe yeah. I would have had some secret session. <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> um, if you ever have one again, just let me know. Um, but yeah, 1989, I feel like was also, she was very active on social media. It was when yes. she had that big friend group. She was very like, mm-hmm. she was, mother was feeding us yes. at the time. Yeah. And then she, she uh, disappeared for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, um. Again, I was still not a part of anything when Reputation came out. Or, like, I don't even think I knew that she wasn't, like, doing public stuff. Because I was in college. I was still in college. I do remember when Kanye Gate happened, though. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, being on Twitter being like, Mm -hmm. Did you even listen to the phone call? She (laughs) never once said he could call her a bitch. Like, like, ugh. I don't think, I, I don't have a vivid memory of that happening but I do remember she had a lot of like scrutiny from the public the public or whatever yeah. and I knew it had a lot to do with Kanye and I think part of me I always regret this and I don't even want to say it out loud but I think I took I don't want to say it took their side but I kind of fed into that the whole right. like oh you know especially when reputation or she was teasing it and with like the snakes I'm like I don't know that just feels so like just admit you were wrong kind of thing right i guess i didn't realize that she wasn't wrong and, right like, you know looking back i'm like well yeah right because i think if you didn't like if you didn't listen to the phone call if you just like mm-hmm. took it for what people were saying like oh she okayed it kind yeah. of thing and i rem- i remember watching that music video and feeling literally sick about it like mm-hmm. it was 
in like hindsight, it was a foul music video. <laughs> like he deserves prison for that. Yeah. Like whether Taylor was in it or not, about anyone, it was like, what is wrong yeah. with you? And but I always this is um a cardinal sin in the Swifty community, but I've always liked the Kardashians. Oh, I love the Kardashians. <laughs> so I was so sad. I'm like, I want uh-huh. them to be friends. I always wonder, I'm like, this is Northwest like Loki a Swifty? Like, could oh, you imagine? Of she's like asking Kim if she can go, go to the, the Air store. store. Kim's like, no, no we're Unfortunately blacklisted. we cannot. <laughs> we but... will be turned away. No. <laughs> but yeah. uh, oh, so interesting. I'm hoping for a reconciliation one day. One day, well, you know what? I had a little bit of hope when um, Kim left Kanye. I was like, you know what? I feel like she she's gonna come out one day and say yeah. that she's always been a fan. Maybe she will. You yeah. know, <laughs> you I never know. What, the future still <laughs> could hold. Exactly, especially with like the full phone call leaking and everything. Right and now, we know we all know the truth. Yeah, she I can just know. say I'm sorry, and everybody can be friends. Yeah. Yes. Well, not him, but no. the girls. The girls can be friends. Of course. But anyway, we can stop talking about that, and we can start talking about reputation. Oh my gosh. I didn't listen to it when it came out. You know what? I listened... Okay, look what you made me do with the leading single, and Mm -hmm. I remember hearing it and being like, I hate this. This is awful. No, thank you. Music video, I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I I can't remember exactly the order of the singles that came out, but when Ready For It came out as a single, I remember tweeting something, and I was like, oh my god, I actually really love the new Taylor single or something. Right. And I was like, that was kind of a step in the right direction of me heading back into the fandom where I was like ready for it is like really good. It's really good. I really like song. So Reputation is one of my favorite albums. Um, but I will say, look what you made me do. This might be controversial, but I'm saying it is her most annoying lead single of all time. Wow. I'm sorry. I find Look What You Made Me Do to be very annoying. I like it live. I think it's fun live, but like as a song, I can't. Look what you made me do. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Ugh, it's not for me. I, I, I just feel the same way, but I feel like since then, for me at least, she's kind of reclaimed it and made it more iconic. I, again, it's I Taylor Swift, I will say this once, I will say it again. She doesn't have a song that I hate. She doesn't have one. Yeah. There are just ones I prefer more than others. And Look What You Made Me Do is my least favorite on the album. And I love that album. It is, like, one of my favorite of all times. And that album, one of my favorite things is, like, I listen to that album from, like, top to bottom a lot. And the one song, the song before Gorgeous, I can't think of how it ends, but it, like, flows right into Gorgeous. And every time I hear that song, I'm like, Gorgeous. (laughs) But it's it's not, because I don't really listen to it in order anymore. I need to look at what it is. Um... Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think. Is Gorgeous track six? I think it is. So it's delicate and then gorgeous? No. Oh. It's So It Goes and then gorgeous. <gasps> oh. It's tracky. So, wow. so okay. the end of So It Goes, like every time that song ends, I'm always like, gorgeous. Like expecting <laughs> it to go right into yep. to yep. Uh, little Blake's daughter saying gorgeous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I love Reputation. I... When I when she put out this is why we can't have nice things when I listened to that for the first time I remember being like get it girl like come for his throat oh, like yeah. loved it <laughs> and I remember like listening to it for the first time in the car and that was the last album I got to like listen to in the car because after that I had a car that no longer had a CD player sad vibes oh, no. um I miss having a CD player in my car so much because I have all these CDs and. Nothing to do with them. I need to buy, like, some sort of... I need them to come out with, like, cute... We need a rebrand of the CD player. Like, we got a rebrand of the vinyl. vinyl. We need a rebrand of the CD player. Yeah, bring back CDs. Like, give me a cute CD player. 
that I can put in my room and it's going to look cute like yeah. a record player. Yeah. Please and thank you. Yeah. Get on that. Literally. <laughs> but I... So, God, you, you God, back to your reputation story, because I just like it. Like, yeah. it's one of my favorites. So. Yeah, I just, I just didn't. I wasn't down with the vibe. I wasn't into the era. I was, like, still a little man at Taylor. I, I graduated from college in 2017, the year that it came out. So, I, you know, graduated in May, and then obviously kind of started assimilating back to, like, normal life, pop culture, and, like, you know, starting to consume things. Um but when Reputation came out, I, I had had a full-time job, and one of my coworkers liked Taylor Swift, and I think she liked the album, and I think that's kind of what got me to listen to it, mm. and eventually, you know, I listened to it, whatever. Um, but it still wasn't on streaming at that point, and I was yeah. so... So heavy on the I streaming. I was so Spotify, like, Team Spotify, that I just, like, didn't, you know... Yeah, so what I used to do is I would get the CD, and then I would download the CD to my computer, and then put it into iTunes from the CD. Mm. So that's how I was listening to them, like, on my phone and stuff, but I was also listening in the car. But the Reputation tour was literally insane. <laughs> I My biggest life regret is not going. I, that was the first time I went to a Taylor show, and I was like, I want to go again. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally said to my mom, I'm like, because I had went to the second night that she was in Philly, and I said to my mom, like, I really want to see her again. And my mom's like, well, she's going to be in New Jersey. Like, we can get tickets if you want. Mm-hmm. And then I, we couldn't go. I couldn't go for some reason to get tickets for the second show in New Jersey. But I really wish I would have. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I went to that show with my cousin. Because um, I had never been to a Taylor show with her. And she loved her just as much as I did. So me and my mom decided. My sister was, like, kind of starting to... She still likes Taylor, but she was kind of getting out of her Taylor era, really. And so I had asked her if it would be okay if I took my cousin. And she was like, yeah, she she, she should go. <laughs> so me and her went together. And it's one of my favorite things we've ever done together. Like, it was so fun. And I had been at camp. Oh, and that's why I had to go to the, to the Saturday show. Because I was at camp. And then... So I... Me and a couple girls from camp were all going. We weren't going together, but we left camp and went there. And I just, mm-hmm. some of that is, like, burned into my brain. That was when she was, like, I, it just was such an amazing tour and, like, such cool tour production. And I was on the floor again, and it was just, yeah. I know. I watched it the, was amazing. the video, like, regularly like something burned into my mind for the rest of my life is like the go 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 and getaway car like yeah (laughs) just the whole stadium being like go 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 Uh, like I just oh I I remember I think I I was conscious at that point so I knew she was touring (laughs) and I was back to reality back to back to earth wherever I came from um but I remember like driving home from work I guess yeah I guess it would have been a Friday when she was there and I, I knew that she was there, and I, like, passed the stadium, and I, I, like, tweeted when I got home, and I was like, I can't believe this is, like, the, Taylor's in Philly, and it's the first time I'm, like, missing a show, because I forgot about 1989. 1989 didn't exist, yeah. yeah. Forget it. Um, and I was, like, very upset about that, because I think at that point, I was like, oh, I, like, like her, but in, like, a nostalgic kind of way, not right. in, like, a obsession right now kind of way. Yeah. And I really wish I would have gone, but just wasn't in the cards for me yeah it was it was good i'm glad that she like their stadium tour is like on netflix i regularly yeah. watch that and like sometimes i'll put that on if i'm like cleaning or something and i just catch myself like staring at the screen <laughs> like watching it yeah even when i'm trying to be productive but it I was had, just like, it was so good i had a moment with it when i went to opening night of the Eras tour 
we like the night before we put on the repertoire to watch it and mm-hmm. i was like this is the, like the last time that i get to watch this as the last performance that she did correct like, and i'm i wish i would have known that was the last time i was going to see her for five years yeah, because i <laughs> i would have went to the new jersey show like what was yeah. i doing yeah. but um i also with the reputation tour that was the first time i remember f- like, and that whole album and that whole era, I felt like, oh, she's an adult now. Like, she's making music for adults and not for kids anymore. Yeah. And I remember, like, somebody had made a comment to me about dress. Like, that song's inappropriate for children. I'm like, well, she's not she's a kid. Not a child. And she's not making music for kids anymore. She's a grown woman. At that point, what was she, like, 28? Like, yeah. She, like, fully rebranded and, like... And grew up. Like, that was her, like, I'm an adult now album. And... I felt like an adult at that point in my life, finally. So I was like, yes. Yeah. This is what I'm here for. And then we got Lover. Oh, my gosh. Well, recapping the last 17 years of music is like... It's our lives is insane. I know. I feel like we've been talking forever. But we're still... We still got a lot to go, so... No, we literally do. Lover was... It's still my favorite album. It's It's my number one. Yeah. I always say that you know, Red or even Midnight's is my, like, Lover will always just be the album that brought me back, like, Ugh. revived me, brought me back to life. Yes. I just remember, like, being so excited, like, oh my god, Taylor Swift's releasing a new album, like, I was finally back in the world, consuming things and enjoying music for myself, and, with, well, okay, when Me came out, I am such a Me apologist, I love that song, okay. and I will I always love that love song. That song. Too. I just think it's... I don't know why people... It's my favorite lead single she's ever put out. Wow, that's a hot take. I, I love it. <laughs> I think it, it's so fun. The lyrics are cute. If it was a slow song, everyone would be obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's that on that. Yeah, it's true. But I, I do love a good, like, a beat pop song. And I think and Taylor like, does pop so well. Lyrically, it's a beautiful song. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, if it was a slow song, everyone would be like, this is one of her best songs of all yeah. time. Like, would be obsessed with it. But I also wonder, too, because Brendan Yuri is a little problematic, but he was, like... His voice is also so amazing. I loved Panic! The Disco. I was Me such too. a huge fan. Me too. And, but when they were, like, at their prime, like, 2010, if that would have come out then, I wonder if it would have been better because of the Brendan Yuri hype, but I think mm-hmm. part of it, too, was, like, people didn't really like him anymore. I know. Like, they were, like, Panic! The Disco was just, like, old, and it was, like, On their way thing. out of, yeah. yeah. And I but think his I, voice is so iconic. I don't, like... It is. Ugh. And I think I was expecting, as someone who wasn't a stan, for this to be, like, a cool, like, alternative-type pop song. Right. And that's why I was disappointed at first when I listened to it. Because I also... None of my friends like Taylor Swift. But they all love, like, the alternative music. And, like, that's right. my other genre that I really love. And I really thought that this was going to be the song that brought them in. And right. So, like, I was like, look at that. And it was... It's super Some poppy. Some say it's her worst song of all time. It's not, but... I just... I love it. I've always loved me. I think me is so fun and cute. And, like, I also love... And this is maybe why I love it so much. Like, that part of the Miss Americana documentary, I think, is so cute and sweet. Yeah. She's like, I just want little kids to be like, I'm the best. Like, I yeah. love that. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And the kids that I nanny love that song. So, maybe that's why mm-hmm. I love it so much. because they love it. Yeah. And that was the first album that came... Well, I guess I was watching them in 2018. But that was the first album that I remember, like, listening to with them. Oh. Like, Taylor's putting new music out, like, we're gonna uh-huh. listen to it kind of thing. Um, and I just love that album. Yeah. It's, I, yeah, it, it coming out, and I think the singles from it, I don't think 
were very exciting to me. Like, it didn't get me as hype as it, they should have been for the album. But wh when I heard the first couple notes of I Forgot That You Existed for the first time, I was just so, like, mesmerized. I was immediately taken by that album. That yeah. was one of... It's one of her... I'm generally pretty critical mm -hmm. when stuff comes out at first. I'm like, I need a few listens to, like, really love something. I loved Lover first listen off the jump. Like, the first four songs, I just... Mm -hmm love mm -hmm. like I love the whole thing but the first four songs I was like yes like this is amazing yeah and just I still vividly remember hearing Cruel Summer for Ugh. the first time I, it's, just, so good. it's so good no, it's so good it's and I love the lover era is very much my aesthetic like the pink yeah. girly like is, yeah. and so the butterfly like it's very much me so I just I do regret, like, I remember when she, she did a pop-up in New York City with the Not Lord going to that not is going to that was, my biggest regret. Because I was still, again, at that point where I was not ready to, like, do those kind of things alone. Whereas, like, now right. I would be going alone if no one could go with me. But, like, back then it was... I wasn't, I would have never went to something like that alone, no. but... Yeah. And that album is also that album that got one of my friends into the fandom mm -hmm. who, as she was like, we were very, very close at the time. We're still really close. She's still one of my best friends, but we were, that summer I pretty much lived with her. And so she loves that album. It was like the first Taylor album she ever listened to. So it just, a lot of, all the good vibes with the Lover yes. album. And I know the time that it came out wasn't good vibes for a lot of people. Like, obviously it was a very hard well, not really. It was not hard because it came out in 2019, but after that, a couple been months hard. later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that summer of bliss before we knew what was going to happen in the oh world <laughs> was a great time. 2019 was like the best year of my life. <laughs> and oh. then Lover coming out towards the end of it was just like icing. Amazing. I traveled so much that year, and I'm so glad that I did. Yeah, seriously. Although I will say I'm pissed because I went to London like a week before it came out, so I couldn't listen to London Boy. Feels I was like, Taylor, how dare you? It's okay. We're going to hear London Boy when we see her in London. Right. For the closing show. Of course. Of the Eras Tour. Delusional. <laughs> I will be there. Yeah. Like, I'm not even stressed out about it. No, we're, we're going. Um, we're we're going to be there. See you there. On the other side of the diamond, we'll be like, hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> uh, no, but we eventually need to go to a show together. Yeah. One of these days. We should. We, we would, it would be fun. Yeah, really All right. Fun. But anyway, after Lover, <laughs> we get Folklore. And Evermore. We're going to talk about them together because yeah. they're... We got to speed things up. Yeah, we got to speed things up and they're like... It's the same. Say it, it's the same era. It's the same era. It is. Yeah. Like, it just is. It's... I remember being really surprised that she put out music. Like, when Folklore got announced, I was like, what the heck? We were all surprised. Like, what is going Nobody on? Nobody was doing anything. I was time. shocked. And I remember being like, I don't know if this is a good idea for her to be doing this. Mm -hmm. But I love Folklore. It's, yeah. like, top three for me. Wow. I love it. I think it's... Her, like, lyricism really shines, I think, in Folklore and Evermore. Both of them. Because, again, they're the same thing. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, the, her lyrics are some of the best on those albums. But I also am just such a sucker for pop. That yeah. I just... They're not my favorite. It's not... Yeah. I... I won't go for it. But I will... I'll listen to it, obviously, happily. I love... Folklore is probably my most listened to mm -hmm. album, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. I wouldn't call it my number one, but it's mm -hmm. it's really high up there for me. Um, yeah, I, I will say, though, The Last Great American Dynasty is one of my favorite songs of all time. Like, transcending Taylor Swift. I think that's just one of the best songs anyone has ever written. And I will, like, die on that hill. I remember hearing that song and being like, 
this, she, and I remember, like, hearing, like, oh, it's about, like, the woman who used to, like, live in her house. And I just remember being, like, this woman, like, there's no one like her. Like, no one thinks like her. No one just has the imagination that she has. Like, it's just... The chills that I got after hearing And Then It Was Bought by Me for the first time. I I know people uh, talk about it all the time and be like, that I'm, was like the biggest plot twist in music ever. That was like I, a life-defining moment for me. I Something shifted in the universe. Also, that moment in the tour where they look at each other. Oh, it sends me to another universe. I, I literally when they literally look at each can. other and she does that cute little smirk that uh-huh. makes me just want to squeeze her. Uh-huh. I just... I love it so much. And I love the story and just, like, the idea of her being this, like, crazy, like... uh, Yep. I can just, like, see her sitting in her Rhode Island house, like, laughing at herself. Like, and then it was bought by me. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just... uh, She just... And I loved, like, the era of Folklore and Evermore. The, like, cottagecore vibes. I love the content we got from her. I love the... Long Pond Studio Sessions. I'm still wondering when we're going to get the Evermore version because I... N- <laughs> Come on, sis. It's in the vault somewhere. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Mm-hmm. But I... And just, like, this era... Like, Taylor Swift being at the peak of her career right now, we just are getting so much from her. Like, we've got mm-hmm. Lover, Folklore... Okay, so Lover came out when I was 23 and Midnight's came out when I was 26. So in three years, we got four Damn, albums. Damn, that is crazy to think about. When you put it that way, yeah. Like, what? You know what's so funny? Like, her first six albums came out from the time I was 10 to 21. So, 11 years in the first six and three in the last four. She said, I am on a creative high. Let's just just go. you know what? Speaking of creative high, she really put me on a creative high. Amen. (laughs) I, like, when Folklore came out, I... It was COVID. I had just lost my job, and mm-hmm. I was lost and confused and scared, and the only thing I had was folklore to get me off of that, and it brought me back to life, and I just was feeling so creative, and... See, you need to rank it higher. Look what it did for I you. I know. It changed... Honestly, folklore changed my life, if like, I'm being honest. It really did. I just... I... One day, I just started drawing. I had an iPad, and I wanted to keep myself busy. I also wanted to, like, have a portfolio if I ever went back to work and, mm-hmm. like, have stuff. And I was getting bored of, because I got laid off in April and Folklore came out in July. So I was like very bored from that time period. And I think it came at such a perfect time for me to be like, oh, this is so inspiring. I can draw things that like this album makes me feel and like right. do stuff like that. And then I started posting on social media and it took off. And I then, remember like, your first TikTok coming up on my you <laughs> page and me being like, I am obsessed with this. I was Emily's number one fan in the beginning. I have... <laughs> Almost every single album that you have drawn, like, <laughs> literally, they're sitting in my room right over there. Yeah. Obsessed. I thought it was the most genius idea. I was like, I would have... How does she even think of uh, this? Like, thanks. it was... It no, was like I know. I don't know what happened in my brain. It was folklore. It just, like, did something to me. Yeah. And it just... I Posting on... Posting those things on TikTok and sharing with people was, like, the best thing I could have done for myself at that time. Yeah. It just, like, connected in a time where we yeah. were also disconnected. Uh-huh. And it really, like, it brought me very into the fandom. It brought me very close to a lot of people who were obsessed. And I just, from there, it just took off. Like, my career, my obsession, everything was just so... We just started living in delusion. Just immediate delusion. Like, 
truly crazy. It was wild. And I, you know, after folklore came out and I was, I was drawing all of those songs. So what, what happened was I decided to draw all of the songs on folklore in a way that I saw them or like imagery from them. And then, um, it, because it was doing so well, people wanted me to draw, like, oh, do Reputation next. Oh, do Speak Now next. And right. I'm like, what if I just draw every single Taylor Swift song? Just this is all. fun for me. This is fun for you. Let's do all of them. Um, and this was obviously before we knew Evermore was coming out, literally months later. And also, like, when you're like, oh, I'll just draw every album. Like, it doesn't <laughs> seem like it's that much. But then you're like, oh, wait, no. Her discography is, like, yes, 200 and... I'm like, I was like, I'll just a do lot. one a day and I'll be finished, like, next year. No, I'm still not finished. How many years later? I'm almost finished. I have like four Have you left. done Midnight's at all? I did all of Midnight's except for the 3 a.m. checks. I did, I okay. think I have like four of those left. Okay. So I, I'm so, so close. So we're close. I want to finish before speaking and then, Will I? Probably not. Probably but... not. Because then TS11 is going to come and drop. Oh, Jesus then... Christ. Don't even, man. I mean, manifest it, but like don't because it stresses <laughs> me out. But I just remember like the day that Evermore got announced, actually, I was sleeping when it was announced because it was like 8 a.m. or something. Yeah, it was like a that. weird, I yeah. I a late riser. I wake up at like 10... <laughs> if I'm lucky. Um, but anyway, it, it was announced on like Good Morning America or something and my mom's pounding on my bedroom door. Emily! Taylor Swift's putting out another album! And in my like... That's a dream. Sleepy delusion, I'm like, you're insane. Like, no, she's not, Mom. No she way. probably just put out the like deluxe version of Folklore or something. Yeah, right. Like I roll over... I mean, it basically was the deluxe version of Folklore for me. Anyway, I like, I roll over, I check my phone, of course, I'm it's blowing up and I have like, you know, tweet notifications and texts and I'm like, what is happening? The world just... Mm-hmm. And that in that moment, I was getting so many messages, like, on my Instagram of people being like, haha, you have more songs to draw at midnight. And I was like, that's what it, like, put into perspective for me. I was like, like this is insane. What have I chosen to do with my life? Cool. This. This is, is my whole personality now. Yes. And here we are three years later, and it <laughs> still is. I'm still going. Still is. Oh, boy. Oh, gosh. All right. Then to the youngest in the family, mm. Midnights. Midnights. <laughs> it's like that TikTok sound is always in my head. Same. Midnights. <laughs> Can't do it. Oh my god. Uh, I, I love Midnights. I love Midnights too. It's top five for me. It's probably my number. Like, I think, mm. well, we can talk about, I we'll end the episode with ranking. Unless you want to do a whole episode on ranking. We should do a whole episode on ranking. Okay, we'll do a whole episode. we also need to talk about, like, the re-record eras. True, true, true. Okay, but yeah. But that's, like, a whole... We can't It's a whole thing. Right we'll now. be here for another two hours. Because I, um... I have to think about my ranking one more time before we... Before you, like, put it into the yeah. set in stone out there. Right, for the thousands of people listening right now, you know. It's, yeah, it's so okay. true. And you know what I also want to do? I want to do, like, what you did on TikTok. The, like, uh-huh. least favorite and uh... least favorite... I'm get, still getting death threats from that video. Thank yeah. you. No, no, that would be fun. If we get death threats from this podcast, whatever. Listen, I get them. I get so many, so much hate. I've learned to live with. That. I can't believe that people send death threats over music. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Anyway, midnights. <laughs> uh, we love her. Everyone remembers where they were when she announced that it was coming out. I... What were you doing? You're asking the girl with literally the worst memory. Can you? Uh, when did she announce it? <laughs> were you watching it? the VMAs? That's when she announced it. No, I didn't watch the VMAs. Actually, you just... I've now remember. I didn't watch the VMAs because we don't have cable. Uh, so I can't watch uh, anything that's on cable. I don't have cable either. I don't know. I must have been streaming it somehow. I And I remember being like... Oh, like, I'm going to try and, like, stream it. And then it was, like, not easy to, like, stream it. So I was like, whatever. I just will watch anything she... As I knew she was going to be there, I'm like, it'll all be on YouTube later. 
Yeah. And I, so I was like, whatever, it's fine. So that's, I found out via social media after, uh, after it happened, after it happened it. because that's crazy. I didn't watch the I'm movies. a huge fan of, oh, I would say award shows, but it's really just music award shows. I love music award shows. I remember in college, me and all my friends would all sit down and watch them together. Like, I love, love but yeah. I don't have cable anymore. So yeah. I'm like, I need to figure yeah, out. There are ways to stream it. Like, I gotta figure out. I, I will never miss another one because, no. um, <laughs> can't. <laughs> Anything that woman is at, you need to be no, paying exactly. attention. And I just remember, oh gosh, this is awful. I don't remember what the award was that she won. Was it like Song of the Year or something? Video? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, whatever that big award was that she won at the end or whatever. Yeah. When she announced it. I I was watching it because, honestly, this is awful. I am like a TikTok content creator. And I feel like I just need to watch these things to like get my reaction. And like, obviously, I want to watch it because I love Taylor and I like love these right, shows anyway. Right, but it is your job too. Right, so. but I'm also like constantly recording myself every time Amazing. she does anything. Literally, if she breathes, we have to... Literally. Because yeah. she's unhinged in yeah. the best way. No, totally. So at... At the time, my sister and I were both watching it. Both of my parents had gone to bed. It was The house was quiet. We're sitting there watching it in a pitch black room. And Taylor goes up and accepts her award. And then she, like, pauses and gives this look that I knew to start recording on my phone. And she was like, oh, like, I just thought I would tell you. I'm recording. I'm, like, scrambling. And she's like, then my brand new album. And then me and my sister Abby are both like... <gasps> Like, because we were expecting a re-recording announcement. I was not expecting... TS10, I was like... I said... I remember saying, she will not put out new music until she's done all the re-records. Yes! I just did not expect to get new music in between re-record. I was like... And I always thought, like, re-record, like, was gonna go the way it was gonna go. I was like, she's gonna start with Fearless, then she's gonna do Red, and then it's gonna be Speak Now... Then she's going to do 1989, Reputation, she's going to end with de- debut. Mm-hmm. And we still don't know if that's what's going to happen, but I always kind of thought she was going to end with debut. It's the first album she put it to me. Yeah. It makes logical sense that that will be last. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe it won't be, but yeah. I just was not. No one was ready for Midnight's. It was, oh my God. And like, just immediately hearing her and like, I'm recording it. I'm falling onto the ground as I'm recording it. I'm like sitting on the, I'm like, I'm falling. She says, like, October or something. I, I didn't hear the date, but the, all I heard was, like, I'll tell you more at midnight. And Abby goes, oh, my God, she's calling the album Midnight. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God. So we're sitting there. The award show ended at, like, 11. We're sitting there for an hour. Just like, oh, my God. What do we like? like what do we do for this next hour? Yeah. It like, and I remember, like, out. when the track list came out and, like, seeing that Karma was one of the songs and like everyone the fandom i think like f- like lost it like that, that midnight's mayhem episode where oh she, like, my does god a like laugh and everyone's like you menace she she is a menace and <laughs> i love her i so love it funny. so much and the midnight's mayhem thing was so fun i, I just like <sighs> it was a lot of fun i'm glad she did that and i just she just knows how to keep us coming back <laughs> This, does. this woman really does. She really does. I, the whole vinyl thing too was so stressful because I remember like at twelve oh one I had it in my cart and I was like must check out and then she drops all these variants and <sighs> does all these things and being a Taylor Swift fan is really hard sometimes. Yeah. That is my cat <laughs> banging on the door because she wants to come in. Oh, so I remember. You all just heard her bang on the door. The first time she ever did that was literally at 2 o'clock in the morning. I thought someone was breaking into my room to kill yeah, me. I would be 
I was freaking out. <gasps> like, oh my god. Oh, oh. Do you have anything to say? <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. That's that a- was a message for um, <laughs> Meredith, Olivia, and <laughs> Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, somebody send this to Taylor so she can tell them. Uh. Yeah. Stop. Now she's biting my computer. Bless. Oh my so, fun story about my cat. She, I bought a new laptop and I had it for about uh, 12 hours and she bit the corner of it and broke the screen. Oh, the screen. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. In the peak middle of like crazy wedding season, I had so much to edit and my other laptop broke and I get a new one finally and she bites. <laughs> it's like my dog ate my homework. My cat literally, my cat broke, my literally broke my computer and I had to um, pay hundred dollars to get it fixed oh three gosh. seconds after buying it thanks for that queen and she's very unbothered <laughs> clearly she's like i'll do it again Look at and it. now <laughs> she's about to lay right on the laptop uh wow. anyway so that concludes our growing up with taylor swift yeah wow we're old <laughs> we are old but you know i have a certain pride about being there from day one yeah, that I same. will hold with me. OG Swifties are so annoying, and I love that about us. I, like, won't be mean to someone about it, but, like... Oh, no, I'll never be mean to someone about it. I just, I love... I love that I've been here since day one. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> if you think that's annoying, should have been there sooner. <laughs> and if you weren't born, <laughs> sucks. Should have been born sooner. <laughs> Don't know what to tell you. Oh, man. Oh. Can't wait for 17 more years with Taylor. 17 more. Wow. <laughs> I, I hope... Actually, I was going to say, I hope we're still doing this in 17 years, but I actually don't. <laughs> I in 17 years, I hope I'm not working. I mean, I will not be that old, but I hope I'm like, retired. I retire in 17 years? I hope. Okay. Get that coin. Oh. Taylor, we need to be hired so we can make enough money. To, to be retire. retired. In seven- actually, like- if in 17 years I was working for Taylor, I would keep working. Oh, Chris, I'll work until... Till I'm dead. Right, literally. Oh, gosh. Someday. All right. Yeah, well, I think that wraps up this episode. Um, we didn't say this last time, so <laughs> we should say it now. Um, please subscribe and <laughs> rate and review and follow us on Instagram. We have a name now. We didn't have a name last yes! week. Emily, do you want to say what it is, even though they oh already gosh, know? We are the girls who live in delusion. Wow. So true. So real of us. I just love it. It's I do, too. nice... The lyric everyone recognizes, it's and truly our lives. It's... It is... And... It's the best way to describe yeah. this, what this is. It's what just, it is. It's true delusion is it's all it is. delusion, and, you know, I'm okay with it. Yeah, and I hope that you'll join us in our delusion, because we need more delusional people, and I know that you're out there. There's people that are crazier than us, probably, probably. and we welcome it. Make us yes. crazier. Mm-hmm. We love it. <laughs> all right, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.